Hey, thank you for joining us at Youthology Resources. You are joining us on all kinds of formats. Thank you for doing that. For those of you that are new to the podcast, it's really easy to find us. You can watch us at YouTube. You can listen to us on the iTunes uh, podcast, or you can read the blog at youthology.com. The easiest way to find us, go to our social media, click the link tree right there, and it will take you wherever you want to go to watch, listen, or to read, okay? Hey, this week, we are dealing with the hot topic of, of uh, building a presence-based youth ministry. Now, let me just explain that real quick. What we mean by a presence-based youth ministry is a youth ministry that focuses on presence and not focusing on programs. Now, hear me. Let me just parenthetically say, programs are very important. You've heard us talk about that. Systems and organization is very important. But on this podcast, we're going to talk about the difference, maybe a little bit between the two, and how to build a presence-based, uh, focused, uh, you know, uh, youth ministry. And I think as we talk about these four things, you'll see them come alive. Okay? So again, thank you for uh, being with us. And let me begin with the resource. I uh, bring to you resources every week, and this week is uh, George Barna's Revolution. Now, those of you that are familiar are thinking, ah, uh, that's not a new resource. You're right, 2005, George Barna Revolution. Uh, it was basically a study that was done 15 years ago, but I cannot tell you how prophetic it is in nature, especially with our content here today and what we found out about the millennials and Gen Z studies and research that we've shared with you too. Um, so anyway, uh, I wanna read to you a, uh, a finding from this uh, Barna research from 2005 on how Americans experience their faith, how they experience uh, God in, in different settings. And um, in 2000, 70% of Americans experienced God their faith, 70% in the local church, okay? And only 5% in alternative faith-based community settings, okay? Parachurch or camps or conventions or retreats or something like that, okay? So 70% uh, experienced their faith uh, in, uh, in the local church and uh, only 5% uh, in alternative faith settings. That's the year 2000. And then the research found that by the way the trends are moving, that by the year 2025, that only 30%, 30 to 35% is, is the number will, of, of Americans will have experienced their faith in the local church while the, 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 the uh, move from 5% in 2000 to 35% in 2025, Americans will experience their faith outside of the church in parachurch or what he calls mini movement settings like camps and conventions and etc. And what they found was this. It's an intriguing finding and it's, it's why I've been studying this for several years and many of you have heard me talk about this. And given the youth ministry history and where we're at today, you'll see how this uh, comes together. But what they found in this study was that there were a greater percentage of people were experiencing a spiritual transformation outside of the church in these mini movement settings. 
And what is so interesting about that is this, that predominantly believers, Christians, experience God in the church setting that they're supposed to. That's where we are mostly. And yet, the high majority of people who experience transformation experience transformation outside of the church setting. And so what does that have to do with youth ministry and building a presence-based youth ministry? I think everything, and I think you can attach, I think you can put this together. Because basically what it's saying is church and the setting of the church is not bringing transformation like uh, what happens in someone's life outside of the church in a special setting, in a suddenly setting, like a camp or a convention or a retreat or a parachurch setting, right? So how do we then transform or build youth ministry into a presence-based ministry? And I think those of you know that, uh, and you can read on the blog, you can watch, uh, watch other uh, recordings of this, I'm not trying to get rid of a small group program-based youth ministry. I've done that for 35 years. That's, that's not new, okay? But I'm talking about a focus and a percentage of your time. And I think you'll see as we go through these four things. So four ways to build a uh, presence-based youth ministry. Number one is to embrace this mystical and uh, supernatural characteristic trait of the millennial and the Gen Z set. You've seen the studies. The, 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 the millennial and the Gen Z young people are drawn to the supernatural. It is one of their characteristic traits. And so I want you to learn as a youth ministry to embrace this because hear me, the world and especially our young people are familiar with the supernatural, but the church is foreign to the supernatural. Almost like we apologize for it. That's scary. If Christianity is anything, it is supernatural. It is nothing if it is not supernatural. And so I think it's like a, it, it fits. Do you, do you see that uh, embracing this supernatural setting in the youth ministry fits what our young people are looking for? So let me move to number two in building a, um, a presence-based youth ministry. And that is to, um, to be careful of solely Okay, primarily or solely doing youth ministry in small groups. I know, I know it's popular and many larger settings will teach this. And some of you know what I'm talking about when I say this. I just don't want to call out certain ministries or uh, movements uh, who are solely, primarily um, small group based or age stage based, okay? I wanna ask the question, first of all, look where that's gotten us. Over the last 15 years, we have been hearing about this model. And what has happened in the last 15 to 25 years, the faith or the biblical worldview of our young people has declined rapidly. Now, I'm not saying that's the reason. I think, personally, the reason is our homes, broken homes, but the church has to bear some responsibility also. And so I wanna challenge you that Small group is not the only, it's not the sole importance uh, of your time and your effort. I mean, think about it. Our students are, are 35 hours plus in the school setting where they are uh, split up into age groups and, uh, and then uh, discipline groups within their study, and right? So 35 hours a week, they're in age stage small groups at school. Is that really what we want to do when they come to church? 
and they come to youth group on Wednesday or Friday or Sunday is to put them back into small groups again. And, and furthermore, I think one of the negatives of these small groups is that they are not presence-based. Okay, I, I know the kickback. I can feel it and I hear it every week when we talk about this at youth pastor settings or when I sit down with teams and I'm coaching these teams and they push back on the small group. And I ask them, listen, let's just be honest. Sometimes our small groups have poor leadership, don't have even acoustic worship, and the leader spends 80% of the time talking. Okay, let me correct that. 90% of the time talking while the students spend, you know, 10 or 20% of the time talking. That's not, that's not faith-based. Okay, that's not helping. So really the critical need in our, if we're going to do small groups solely, is to have a better leadership um, pattern or model to bring the presence in, but I've been to these. I'm, I'm at these on a weekly basis, and the leaders are telling me, yeah, you're right, this is not, we have to train our leaders better and whatever, okay? So we just gotta get better at that. That ratio is not good in the small group. Um, it's not being presence-based like it should, okay? Uh, number three, third way to build a, a presence-based youth ministry is um, through vision. And the vision starts at the top with the youth leader because I, what I hear is, from many youth leaders is, you know, I'm not musical. We don't have musicians. I don't, I, what do you mean by, you know, a presence-based youth ministry? I don't have a sound system. I don't have the lights and all that. Listen, this is not about sound and lights and AV. It's not about that. Plus, let me just say this. I believe that musicians will follow vision. Vision will draw musicians, okay? You may not have musicians in your youth ministry because the artisans in your area know that that's not a priority for you. But I guarantee you, and you know this to be true, I've watched this, I'm a musician myself. We built a presence-based ministry out of incredible fine arts in worship. If you focus on it and you get a vision for it, the musicians will follow. Vision pre, is like the prerequisite for musicians to come and then they start drawing others and it just becomes this movement and you'll have plenty of drummers and plenty of, okay whatever right so you have to have a vision for it and it starts at the top and i think that i think you realize that so you might have to get people around you that are strong in that area uh okay the fourth way that you can build a presence-based youth youth ministry is through preaching and teaching on this topic and practically hear me preaching and teaching you know, uh, growing the worship, um, growing the, the uh, involvement of our students by preaching and teaching because, hear me, if we go back to point number one, our students are drawn to the supernatural. H hear me. We don't have to teach teenagers how to worship. We have to teach teenagers how to worship God. Okay, they already worship. They worship themselves. They worship icons. They worship materialism. They worship their boyfriend or their girlfriend or their bestie or their babe, right? You know, you know that. We don't have to teach them how to worship. That's the They know how to worship. What we have to do is get rid of idolatry and teach them how to worship God. That's the key. And so um, I think a, 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 a theology of worship and a theology of you know, teaching... And where the best way that once you teach that and it begins to grow, I want to give you some practicals in this area. Get the app-based um, tools 
Spotify, okay, um, iTunes, and YouTube, and create playlists for your worship. These can come with all of all the sight and the sound, uh, all the theatrics, you know, all all the professionalism. If you don't have it, and, and hear me, students can worship with this. I've watched it. I've been in the large settings that use this periodically. So uh, app-based uh, kinds of worship that that can help you uh, bring in that AV feel and you know. Whatever nights of worship. What about adding nights of worship? Okay, we're at 12 minutes already. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, blog on this so there's more. I'm gonna beef these four points up. But I know your attention span is not much better than mine, and maybe you haven't even stayed with me through this point. But anyway, again, thank you for joining us at Youthology Resources. It's, it is an honor to bring these to you every week. So as the beat takes us, I love this beat anyway, okay? As the beat takes us, keep your eyes on the road, whatever. Uh, please join us again and tell somebody else about the podcast. Follow us, right, um, on all the social media and hit the link tree. Just hit the link tree, boom, click right there. And it will take you to our iTunes page, to youthology.com. Uh, where you can get the blog and to our YouTube page where you can watch these every week. God bless you and have a great week.